Sisters, four women who love Jesus and who have committed to spending time together studying the Bible and growing in friendship with each other. We love being together and we hope that you will enjoy your time with us. Well, hello there. Welcome back to the study of Ruth. We are in Ruth 3 this week, um, and we are going to start out with um, some conversations between Ruth and Naomi today, um, which are probably not easy conversations to have, I would imagine. Um, But nonetheless, that's where we are. So, Terry, do you want to start us out? Yep. Uh, Great. Excuse me. Uh, Ruth, chapter 3, verses 1 through 7. One day, Ruth's mother-in-law, Naomi, said to her, My daughter, I must find a home for you where you will be well provided for. Now Boaz, with whose women you have worked, is a relative of ours. Tonight he will be winnowing barley on the threshing floor. Wash, put on perfume, and get dressed in your best clothes. Then go down to the threshing floor. But don't let him know you're there until he has finished eating and drinking. When he lies down, note the place where he is lying. Then go, uncover his feet, and lie down. He will tell you what to do. I will do whatever you say, Ruth answered. So she went down to the threshing floor and did everything her mother-in-law told her to do. When Boaz had finished eating and drinking, it was in good spirits. He went over to lie down at the far end of the grain pile. Ruth approached quietly, uncovered his feet, and lay down. Okay. okay talk about awkward, right? Yeah. <laughs> I know, and I'm like, I've got this foot thing. It's like, ew, no. <laughs> <laughs> Well, just imagine, like, his feet weren't clean. He's been out working hard. Working all day, and, yeah. Yeah. Anyway. Yeah, so she's all perfumed up. <laughs> right. Maybe that's one of the reasons that Ruth, or that Naomi told her to wash and put perfume on. She's like, you can kind of counteract his thinking. Maybe. Think, yeah. <laughs> well, if she's been working and uh, gleaning out in the fields all day, she might be a little stinky herself, so I think it was really good <laughs> advice. You know. Yes. I think we need to um, talk about the scandalous or lack thereof nature of this request. Mm-hmm. Okay. Because there are different opinions about whether or not this would be scandalous to climb in to... What does it say? To uncover his feet and lay down with him. But she laid down at his feet, right? <clears throat> right. So she came when no one could see her after it had gotten dark. He was already asleep mm-hmm. when she approached him and she uncovered his feet and she lay down. And it's in the middle of the night that he kind of wakes up and says, Oh, who's here? Um, I don't think that it was there was anything sexual going on. Because remember, Boaz knew that there was another kinsman who was closer than him. So he knew that he couldn't take her. She wasn't his for the taking. Um, someone else might have that opportunity before him. So I, I, just knowing his character the way we do, I really don't think that, um, that he would have taken any kind of action 
um, that was inappropriate with her. Right. And there's uh, somewhere I um, looked up a verse from Isaiah, I think it was. Maybe Ezekiel, I'm not sure. Anyways, um, and it talks about how God is talking to Israel. And he says, I have brought you, like basically, I have brought you and covered you with my garment. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Covering was it's more of a protection Protection thing. and, yeah, yeah. and a, like a commitment to take care of a person. Yeah. So uh, when it talks so much in here about how the whole town knows what a, a woman of... Um, a great reputation and um, he has the same reputation of a, you know, awesome guy. No doubt we can all fall into temptations, Mm -hmm. but I, I don't think that was it at all. And then he was, you know, protecting her again when she left, Mm -hmm. you know, don't go when it's light out, you know? So I don't know. I'm, I'm leaning to the side that says it was not, Sexual. Yes. Yeah. So oh, Suzanne, it? you've got a look on your face. <laughs> no, um, it was a leading question when I yeah, said that, though, because because I think because there are people who believe that it was um, like almost um, like a form of entrapment, right. like aha, um, uh-huh, I caught you, you know, you're, you're, I'm laying at your feet and I'm yeah. asking you to, you know, do these things. Um, but I think it's, I think like the rest of you, that it's pretty clear that that is not what the intention is and that it is um, asking for that kinsman protection that yeah. she, that she, and we'll go further into the nitty gritty of it um, in our next conversation as we get further into the chapter but for right now um you have to think about how Naomi was so protective of Ruth and that she had in the past up to this point she's had nothing but the best intentions for Ruth um so for Naomi to say go um and do this it it would have to be of a pure you know motivation that because she's not she doesn't want her daughter to be known as the skinky one who's yeah. trying to trap somebody, you know? Yeah. So why wasn't this done in public? Ruth could have walked up to Boaz and said, hey, Ginsman Redeemer, <laughs> buckle up, buttercup, let's go. <laughs> I mean, right? <laughs> well, Which I we think... will get further into tomorrow. Oh, so. tomorrow. Except okay. buckle up, buttercup is not in the Bible. It's go not, ahead. Not in the scripture. <laughs> That, that might be more of a modern translation. Yeah, than oh, what yeah that's what it is. <laughs> yeah, but why wasn't this done in public? Why was this the plan to be done in the middle of the night when no one else was around? I think for that very reason. Mm-hmm. Gave him an opportunity to see what her intentions were privately. And if he didn't want her, it wouldn't cause her public shame. Yeah, no disgrace or humiliation. Yeah. yeah. I think too that it relieves him of that public responsibility that I think Naomi kept that in mind too of like, listen, if we do this publicly, then it puts pressure on him mm-hmm. to say yes or no or, you know, whatever, but it yeah. puts pressure on him to make that decision right now. Like when my kids were little, you know, if they would come up, if we were somewhere and they had friends and they're like, can so-and-so come over right, right now? Right. The answer was always no. Yeah. 
-hmm. No, that's going to be the answer no matter what, because you don't know what we have going on and you can't put me in that place of pressure. So the automatic default is no, we can talk about it privately, but no. Same with us. Yeah. We had that too. Yeah. Yeah, I was mm-hmm. in a restaurant. My son was, um, they just won like a regional championship in soccer. And in the, in, he, he goes, mom, wouldn't it be great if we had a sleepover? And I was like, I, I, I'm thinking at someone else's house. I go, that is a great idea. <laughs> <laughs> and he goes, okay, like at our house, I was like, wait, 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 wait. <laughs> and I had to get my head around like 22 guys, teenage 20 boys in my basement. Yeah. But I got to mm. tell you, I know. After they they'd all showered after the game and stuff like that and came over, they they brought food or whatever they did and at the end they all folded their blankets up and it was perfectly neat when they were done. So awesome! But you're right, that was a rather public. Hey, yeah, (laughs) Yeah. let's have your high school soccer team over to our house. It It just shows a a lot of discretion and I think um, honor on Naomi's part, on Ruth's part, and on Boaz's part. I think it just shows that nobody wanted to put anybody in an awkward position, mm-hmm. um, but they wanted to make their intentions clear. Right. Mm-hmm. So, because Naomi, Naomi's desire was for Ruth to have a home, right. you know, mm-hmm. um, not just and somebody. That, that was her desire from the very beginning. The very beginning. Yeah. Yeah. So. Which, which could have put Naomi in jeopardy. It could have. Yeah. If Ruth goes off and the husband doesn't want to have to take care of Naomi. But I yeah. can't see Ruth doing that. Ending Naomi, you know, yeah. like regardless of that. Not at that point. Yeah. yeah. She's already proven herself as faithful. Yeah. Yep. So then thinking back, like going back to the fact that um, Naomi says um, he will, uh, let's see go and cover his feet and lie down. He will tell you what to do. And she knows where he is and she knows what things are happening. Do you think this is something she's been planning? Do you think this has been like a seed that's been in her mind? Because before, like we know in chapter two, she says, so this man is a kinsman redeemer. Mm -hmm. He is kind of a lifeline for us is what she tells Ruth. And then they've been, She's been working in the fields for what, like three months. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, do you think during those three months she has been, pardon the pun, planting the seeds um, of so. the possibility here? Yeah. She, yeah. She said, "Don't go anywhere else." Yeah. Stay there with him. Yeah. <clears throat> so, and he's provided. He's made sure she had the grain and she had stuff. You uh-huh. know. So he's been watching over for those three months too. So I think Naomi's pretty smart cookie. She saw the possibilities, you know, whether God planted that in her heart or not. She, she recognized that this was, a, this was an opportunity for them. And I think and I, she did everything she could to encourage. Yeah. yeah. Well, it's the threshing floor. I mean, stuff's pretty much coming to an end here. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. The end of the job. Right. right? Yeah. yeah. Right. Right. Um, I like think. Naomi, I I don't know, this one caught my eye, and I don't know if you guys think the same thing, but um, when Naomi tells her, lie down at his feet, uncover his feet and lie down, he will tell you what to do. And I think that at first I thought, you know, oh, he'll tell her to do this, this, and that, you know, I'll do it, blah, blah, blah. I, I think about what had did happen. 
but it could have gone the other way. Mm-hmm. And I think oh, yeah. she was, she meant that too. He'll tell you what to do, whether we're going to move forward on this mm-hmm. or whether I, I can't do this, you go home. Yeah. And so I think at that point, you know, I think that was pretty, pretty good of her to say, he'll tell you what, what yeah. we're going to do. Next. Yeah, don't try and make anything happen. Just do yeah. what he says. Yeah. yeah. Either way. Yeah. I still think it's kind of weird. Sorry. I, just, I, think it, I, I think it seems weird to us because of the cultural differences. Well, yeah. Couldn't Naomi have said, hey, Boaz, could we talk over here, please? <laughs> like, and people could have seen them. They could have chatted. She wouldn't have had to smell his feet. I'm kind of leaning that way. <laughs> like, but there was just a lot customs. of custom. Yeah. And a lot yeah. of um, symbolism to what's going on here. Yeah, that's um, true. So... That's true in the covering. Um, yeah. It's, it's mm-hmm. the, um, the protection, mm-hmm. you know, of, of God. And it, that's where it's similar with Jesus. It's like, you know, we can go to the feet of Jesus. We can be at his feet at the yeah. cross. And he has this covering for us. Mm-hmm. He sacrificed his blood. It's a blood covering, basically. Mm-hmm. How's that for symbolism? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. She is literally at his feet. Right. That's very humble. And what a place, that's exactly what I was going to say, what a place of humility, mm-hmm. which yeah. we know that she has um, been humble through the whole entire process. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, think about the entire process. I mean, there's been a lot that's gone on. She's left her family. She's left her country. She's left the customs and the culture. Mm-hmm. I really liked, um, there's a part in here where we're looking at Proverbs 13, where there is strife, there is pride, but wisdom is found in those who take advice. Mm-hmm. And I really kept listening to that because I know for me, in my earlier days, when I would not take advice from anybody, mm-hmm. there was a lot of strife. There was a lot of pride. Um, and I'm just struck by Ruth's humility mm-hmm. and her willingness to come under Naomi, her protection and under her um, advice. Mm-hmm. Right. And that's part of what Ruth wanted though. She wanted to be a part of um a part of Naomi's culture, a part of her family. So that's what she agreed to when she first set out. But you know, in some of the reading that I did, they talked about, you know, who Naomi and Elimelech really were. They were nobles. You know, they weren't just um your run-of-the-mill field workers. They were property owners and people of standing. Um yeah. And that most likely Orpha and Ruth were also from a higher class mm. um, because they wouldn't have just married their sons to anybody. And, and I think that that kind of makes it a little more understandable. This noble comes from Bethlehem mm. into Moab and settles because of the famine. And then as boys come of age to marry, of course they would marry upper class, more nob- nobility themselves. So I think if you if you think of that and then look at the change that's happened in Naomi's life to have come from that kind of place, that kind of society position, down to really nothing, mm-hmm. because they were by the time they got back to Bethlehem, they were poor. But willingly. Mm-hmm. Willingly. Yeah, but she willingly came yeah, with her mother. Gladly. So yeah. It's not even willingly, it's gladly. Gladly, yeah. <clears throat> so she, you know, some of the commentary that I read said she left more than just her, her, her home, she left who she was, her whole identity, mm-hmm. got left behind. That makes sense. 
thought that was pretty interesting. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So. Yeah, and there's yeah. a lot of peace and rest in this. A lot of words are used that really symbolize rest, which again, I guess I go back to, there's no pride in this. There's, there's just this, um, this peacefulness. This is where I'm supposed to be. This is what I'm doing. <laughs> that would so not have been me. Like, <laughs> I have to go to the feet. That would have been a problem for me. <laughs> I, I just have to get through these verses, I guess. Maybe that's my issue. <laughs> but how do you judge like if someone's giving you good advice how do you guys do that well it lines sorry yeah it lines up with the word no Mm -hmm. i was going to say the same thing i think terry yeah 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 which is another good reason to study his work because then you know it yeah but there have been so many times too that i was like i don't know if this lines up with his word and so then I go study, then I go looking for it. Um, but then I do a lot of praying Yeah. on top of that. And yeah. I guess and slowing if, down. And if you're surrounded with godly friends, you know, um, if you have a, a godly husband, you have people in your life that you trust are also seeking God's will mm-hmm. and they're in his word and they know his word. It's a little easier to take advice, I think, from someone that you know has your best interest at heart and they're looking in the same place as you're looking and looking to the same ultimate person that you're looking to. Right. Um, I mean, that gives me a lot of confidence when I talk to Dan about something um, is that I know that he's already been before the father, just like I have. And so hopefully in the process of our going, um, we're going to come home with the same information. We're going to come back with the same um, information. And that, and that helps me a lot too. If we're in agreement about what to do. I take a lot of confidence in that because I know he's gotten a word from the Lord and I've gotten a word from the Lord and, and that makes it a lot easier. Mm-hmm. Not so yeah. easy when we don't have the same word yeah. <laughs> right? or the same idea. That's true. That's true. Well, and the gift of the Holy spirit is huge as well, yes. because sometimes there are a lot of gray areas mm-hmm. You know, there just are a lot of gray areas. And so sometimes it's not cut and dry. Mm -hmm. And through the beauty of free will, God doesn't lay out, okay, Suzanne, this is my plan for you. And you are going to do step one, step two, step three, step four, and you're going to find it all. And it's going to be easy because it's not like that. So sometimes just that gut check through the Holy Spirit um, is a huge leader, a huge indicator as to whether or not, because really, if you're going to the Lord and saying, okay, so what's the plan here? Do I need to go left or do I need to go right? What do I need to do? Um, sometimes you'll just really get that prompting. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. Or, I mean, sometimes you just feel like, oh, I don't know why, but I just can't do this. Mm-hmm. This is not right. On paper, it all looks right, but nope, I cannot do this. Yeah. So I, leaning into the Holy Spirit, too. I agree with you. I, I think that is pretty key. Ruth didn't have the Holy Spirit. Right. Back in the Old Testament, that wasn't a thing. We have the advantage because Jesus yeah. died, yeah. and then the Holy Spirit came. Jesus went it back up to heaven and the Holy Spirit came and indwells us. And Jesus and said, that's going to be better. It's better for you that I go away so I can mm-hmm. send the Holy Spirit to live mm-hmm. in you. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I, I know. And I, okay. Yeah. That's, 
still the plan. <laughs> I know it's like it is the best. Why couldn't Jesus stay and the Holy Spirit? But that's okay. <laughs> but I'm like, but I get it. I think I think a part of that's with faith too, and that's a piece too. When the Holy Spirit speaks to us, we have that rest that Naomi mm-hmm. was trying to give Ruth. We have that yeah. that peace and that abiding. And I think for me, sometimes when I don't listen to the Holy Spirit, it's all about strife. It's all about my pride. And mm-hmm. it becomes so much harder. It doesn't mean that God doesn't ask us to do hard things. But Correct. underneath that hard thing that we need to do is there's a rest and a peace. And what I understand is when it's all about me, there's no rest and there's no peace underneath it. And it could be a very easy thing because it's all about me and I really know what works best. And it may look real easy and like the right plan. Oh my goodness. I'm learning more and more that my plan is like not the plan. <laughs> so, yeah. Well, I think these two have put a pretty good plan in place and we're going to yeah. find out about that coming up yeah. real quick. Mm-hmm. That's right. Well, Angie, do you want to um, pray for us as we wrap things up today? I would love to do that. Great. Father. We love you so very much, and we thank you for your word, and we thank you for the gift of the Holy Spirit. Lord, we do believe that it's better for us now, um, that the Holy Spirit indwells us, that Jesus ascended to heaven and sent the Holy Spirit to live in us, to be a permanent connection to you, that we're tethered to you, our spirit to your spirit, just like a baby in the womb is tethered to its mother, and it receives all of its nourishment and everything that it needs. Um, through that cord, we know that we can receive everything that we need through the Holy Spirit who lives in us and who keeps us connected to you all the time. So, Father, we thank you that you have um, shown us how very much you love us and how you have good plans for us by the way you treated Ruth and Naomi, um, the kind of plans that you had for them to give them a home, to give them rest and peace and safety. Um, And Father, we know that you provide that for us as well. So Father, thank you for your word. Thank you for the truth that that we see in your word about who you are and the kind of love that you have for us. And we thank you for that, Father. And I pray that everyone who's heard this today will um, have a new awareness of just how close you are to them and just how much you care for them. And I thank you, Father, in Jesus' name. Amen. Mm -hmm. Amen. And cut. <laughs> <laughs>